You're tuning in and turning on to the Inside Game with Mitch Newman. A chance to dig in and dig deep and how to move from all or nothing results, even sporadic results, to sustainable lifetime results in every aspect of your personal and professional life. Truth be told, none of us escape stuff. And what would it be like to effectively weather any season or storm that comes your way with determination, dignity, with grace, and gratitude? Knowing the truth of who you are will always carry you well across the finish line. So if you're ready to match your insides with your outsides, let's jump in. When I first started coaching, I remember very distinctly an experience that I had with a client. And they were talking about something that was upsetting to them and frustrating to them. And when I had shared and reflected back to them that I had been in a similar situation and and also had a similar reaction and and that it took place not that long ago, they kind of looked at me with this like incredulous look and they go, wait, you get triggered? And I go, every day. <laughs> they go, oh, wow. I thought, I thought you didn't get triggered by stuff because you knew what everything meant and how to handle it. I said, listen, growth is ongoing. Consciousness is not a destination. Transformation is not a straight line. There's always the next level. There's always a deeper cut. And the idea is not to find yourself never being triggered again. And yes, there are going to be things where you go, gosh, that's, this is really cool. I'm noticing that in the past, I would have been triggered by a situation like this, and I'm not at all. And that may be permanent. And you may still have that conversation with yourself. And then three weeks later, a similar thing happens. And because of where you're at in consciousness in that moment, you are actually triggered. But see, if you didn't know, if you weren't triggered, you wouldn't know where your work is. You wouldn't know based upon the upset or something that threw you or something that upset your peace on any level from the slightest little, ooh, that didn't feel good to a full-blown reaction, shouting, screaming, yelling, <laughs> and everywhere in between. You, that's how you know. That's the, the way the universe reflects back to you within that there is work to be done on your inside game around that. Not the story of that. Not the text of what took place, but the subtext of what it stirred inside of you. The belief system that no longer is serving you that got activated. The judgment that has been what you thought was once your ally is turning against you because it no longer serves its purpose because you're ready to transform. So it's understanding and learning what your trigger warnings are. And I call those trigger warnings, you know, this sucks so good moments. Because I know the simple fact that I'm triggered, that, uh, that something has upset my peace I understand and know that something inside is actually yearning and calling out, provided I'm ready to do so, to heal something that's up for healing. Now, I can push it off. I can blame somebody else. Or can you believe what she said? Can you believe what he did? I could put it on someone else. That's what a lot of people do all the time. 
they refuse to take responsibility and own the trigger, own the upset. And they rather just focus on the behavior so they don't have to look at themselves. But when you choose to live a, a, a greater level of a what, what I would call a conscious life, to be more present, to learn how to be responsive versus reactive, that in the process of that, it doesn't mean that your reactions to things go away. Because that would mean that you've somehow arrived and you got your shit together. That's never the case. We're all a work in progress. But what we have to go for, and this is, the, this is what I always tell people, this is the goal. To be upset less often to be triggered less often and when we are for a shorter period of time. Well, what is that shorter period of time? <clears throat> triggered less often is great because you realize sometimes I'm triggered by something like this. Sometimes I'm not, maybe more times than not. I'm not triggered, which is fantastic. That's awesome. Gosh, I used to get triggered multiple times a day and now I notice it happens once or twice a day. That's awesome. That's the progress we're looking for. It's not the perfection. It's not to never be triggered again. But the component of for shorter durations of time is what we reference as the necessity of one's inside game. How are we taking that trigger warning? And how do we transition that back to the present moment? As a mentor of mine would say, Cutting the refractory period. The quickest way to get back to the present moment. To take ownership of the upset. Because when we take ownership of the upset, in many situations, when we think we're really upset with someone else, we realize that we're upset with ourselves. And that this person who participated in this experience is actually more of a gift and more of a guide than anything else. And I'm actually more thankful that this person appeared in the form that they <laughs> that they appeared in, in the behavior that they appeared in. It might not be pleasant. Remember I said it sucks so good? But what was available for, for me was to up-level my consciousness, was to take ownership of something that was up for healing, some part of myself. Not all of me, some part of myself that got triggered. Where I could look at and say, oh, there's my work. So that when I was able to see what my work is and able to take a component of my inside game to put something into play as part of my inside game, that would give me the opportunity to be triggered for a shorter duration of time to be able to get back to the present moment and to be able to carry on. And in many situations where I was absolutely convinced that. I'm going to have to have a talk with this person. <laughs> I'm fed up. I'm done. Once I work through the process of whatever I needed to do for myself internally, in many situations, that even lifted where I didn't need, if anything, I may even go to that person and say, hey, something that happened before, you may or may not have noticed that happened between us. I found myself super triggered by it. And I realized what my the opportunity for my own growth and healing was within it. And I just want to say thank you. 
They may look like a little nuts, but that's okay. And sometimes it, it means that you want to go back and be able to, having worked your inside game, go back and have a conversation with somebody versus a confrontation with somebody. Meaning the energy and the frequency at which you approach somebody is you bring something to them rather than going at them. Because when we go at them, what happens? They sense our energy. They hear our language. They get triggered. They go on the defensive. They shoot back at you. And now you've stepped all over the point you were intending to make. And now you're in the game in the business of right and wrong. Instead of perhaps saying, you know, I would like to share something with you that happened to me earlier in our conversation. I found that I was triggered by the words, whatever those words may be, the, the way it was shared. And I realized that, you know, what took place inside of me was up for growth and healing. And I just want to thank you. And then sometimes to say, hey, you know what? I was triggered by something that happened earlier. And I'd like to share it with you because I feel like there may be something valuable here for both of us. Why? Because you, you still feel compelled to make a point for something for them to consider in the experience that they may learn from something. I love when people tell me that they're triggered by something I say. Why? Because I know that it's something that's up for them, but I also know that there's a possibility that I get excited about that maybe there is something that they could share with me that would help me. Well, I'm triggered by you because you said blah, 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 blah. I said, oh, you know, that's interesting. I, I, I realize now, based on the words that I used, how you could experience that in that way and, and make that assumption. Please understand that wasn't my intention, but thank you for that feedback because I realize I need to shift the way I approach someone, you in particular, and in the future by not using that type of language. Thank you for that. And then sometimes there may be, well, you, that shooting, I call them shooting yous, like arrows of yous coming at you and you're like matrix dodging them, right? So you don't get stung because the you is the, probably the most triggering word in the English language. You never, you always, you did, you know, and it's like you immediately go, oh, get defensive. Now we're in the right or wrong business. But there's opportunities in that place for us to, to learn and to grow based upon the fact that we're triggered and what might be shared with the other person or that they may share with you, provided everyone's open to hearing it and listening and absorbing it, to see if there's anything there. And there are times I said, you know, I really hear that that's your experience I get, I get it. Like I really hear you and I have deep reverence and respect for that being your experience. I just, it doesn't resonate with me because it is so far from anything that I would consider to be an intention of mine that I can't quite absorb it. And I still hear you and, and I appreciate you sharing it. So the trigger becomes the, the, in many ways, it's like the, uh, the flashlight to the interior of something that's up for growth and healing. And then to find yourself triggered less often. And triggering really is anything that upsets your peace. Sometimes people go, eh, you know, 
they they minimize the fact that it stung a little bit. Nah, it's not a big deal. No, it stung. Use everything for your growth and upliftment. Everything. So something that just kind of feels a little off or stings a little bit or is a little uncomfortable. All the way to something that's maybe a full-blown reaction, everything in between. That is a trigger. It's upset your peace. And for some people, myself included, there are certain situations and uh, situations I've been in with people in the past where an incident happens, a conversation takes place, an experience goes down, and sometimes I have a delayed reaction. Sometimes it's a day or two later when I suddenly re-remember what took place and find myself triggered a day or two later. That's still okay. That I'm still grateful for it because it's still the opportunity for me to do the work. And it still creates the space and the opportunity for me to be able to have a conversation with somebody about it, whether it's just to take the ownership of it or to, to realize that there is something within the behavior that isn't acceptable. And, you know, in most situations, because of the people that, from a frequency standpoint, that I choose to associate with, I can have those levels of conversations. And some people, I understand that I can't. They're just not there. It doesn't make me any better than them. It means that they're just not there and they're just not thinking, feeling, experiencing, and seeing things on the same level that I am. They're just seeing it differently. So sometimes it's the discernment of knowing this probably isn't one of those places that I can go back to the person to have this level of conversation. That's okay. I can actually have the conversation about what took place with somebody else, provided I'm not gossiping, provided I'm not going behind somebody's back, providing I'm just sharing the experience. And I just wanted to, to share with another human being something I learned, something I experienced in the process that was really powerful for me. Or perhaps I just need to write it down. Or perhaps I just need to do this podcast. <laughs> but what are, the, what are those things that pull us back into the present moment? What are those things that create that shorter duration of time? That's the inside game. The other day, I, have it, I still have it sitting right here. I found myself drifting. I found myself wandering off. I found myself going to funky, freaky places in my brain. And I was definitely triggered. I was definitely off and I knew, and I was, I called it consciously unconscious. I was consciously aware that I was unconscious, <laughs> that I was having an, I was having a moment. So I have this gratitude list that I pull out. I call my daily gratitude list. And I just, I didn't know what I was going to write on it. And I just started to write. And sometimes it's, you know, it's things like, I'm so grateful for my wife. I'm so grateful for my kids. I'm so grateful for the work that I get to do. I'm so grateful for this podcast. Sometimes it's, it's that. Sometimes it's things that I'm grateful for that haven't arrived yet that, that I trust and know are on their way. And I want to express my gratitude now and I create the, the energy field of invitation by being in that place and absorbing it and sharing it and putting it out there, saying it out loud, writing it down on a piece of paper, whatever that may be. And sometimes I think about things that happened to me in my past that were, at the time, devastating, really challenging, really heart 
gut-wrenching experiences and go to a place of gratitude for it. Why? Because of what I learned as a result of going through them. The other day, because I usually and I usually teach that as far as an inside game opportunity is that gratitude list of things that I'm grateful for in the moment, of things that I'm grateful for that are on their way, and things that I'm grateful for that now that when they happened, I wasn't. And making a habit of of not in the things that I'm grateful for in the moment, making a habit of not repeating those items. Why do I do that? I do that simply because I want to keep challenging myself to really look around my life, look inside, look around and, and see all the places that I don't normally see and experience necessarily as gratitude or share as, as, uh, as part of my gratefulness. So if I'm not repeating it, what I'm doing is I'm sending a message that I'm always grateful and I'm finding new ways. And, I, and this happened and I shared this before. And I talked about this before is that, is that when I had my, when we were younger, we had our kids doing a gratitude list every day. My kid would hand us a gratitude list and then I'd say, Oh, this is amazing and whatever. And then the next day I'd say, Where's your gratitude list? And they'd hand me the list and I'm going, Oh, this is the same stuff. They just gave me the same piece of paper. <laughs> they didn't even bother writing anything. I go, Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm not doubting that you're not grateful for this, but you're not really challenging yourself in the moment as to what you're grateful for. You're just kind of getting it. As somebody once said to me, I got my gratitude out of the way. That's what kids do. They want to get something out of the way like it's homework. No, I said, gratitude isn't something you get out of the way. Gratitude is the way. It is the path forward. So in that moment, I thought to myself, you know, I'm going to have them. I said, and I, I remember going back to my daughter. I said, no, I want you to write what you're grateful for. And I, want, I don't want it to be anything that's already on this list. And that's what started stimulating me to say and teach as well, not only for myself, but with, with people that I was working with, is to come up with new things. Don't repeat show you just how abundant your life really is. But here was the interesting thing. The other day, I didn't know what I was going to write on my gratitude list because I was so triggered. And I ended up writing things that were irritating. And I'll, I'll read a couple of them. Barking dogs while I'm on a Zoom. <laughs> Irritates the crap out of me. Irritates the shit out of me. But I'm so grateful for my dogs. Like, I'm so grateful to hear that sound. Might be not the, in that opportune moment of when I'm sharing on a, on a Zoom or trying to focus or listen in and I hear that happening or I'm report, recording my podcast and I hear them barking in the background. But man, they're alive and they're bringing so much joy to, to my life, to my kids' lives, to my wife's life. I mean, God, I'm so grateful for them. And then I wrote down the discomfort in my neck. I've had serious challenges with my neck over the past several weeks that have kept me up at night, that have woken me up, that have created nausea, that have created. And I just go, and I wrote my, my daily gratitude risk number two, the discomfort in my neck. Why? Because it reminded me that I'm alive. It reminded me that I'm a work in progress. It re reminded me that, that I need to take better care of myself. One of them was cleaning up dog poop off the carpet. <laughs> Yikes. Who wants to do that? But it reminded me of, we all have crap to clean up. Myself included. I'll never forget, you know, when, when our kids were little, we used to play this game called poop toss. And we'd walk the dogs in the neighborhood. 
we used to walk by these some of these restaurants and uh, alleyways and, and where we lived. There were a, a bunch of alleys behind a lot of commercial buildings and restaurants and Starbucks and all those places. They had those big dumpsters, right? So we called it poop toss. And it was how far away you could be with a bag of poop from the actual bin and throw it in the air and, and get it in. It was a game that the kids and I played. We all got stuff. And there were times where I'd be carrying around my wife and say, why are you walking around with poop? And I go, oh, story of my life. <laughs> How is this like my life? But I remember what this one particular day we were, I was walking with the kids and I had the poop. I said, hey, once do poop toss. And I go, okay, daddy, you go first. And I throw it from a great distance and soaring through the air, poop flying through the air in a bag. And it apparently overshot the trash bin just slightly. And I heard, hey. And gosh, it was some guy going through the dumpster looking for food, looking for something, a homeless guy. And I thought to myself, oh, my God. <sighs> I mean, life can't be challenging enough to be homeless. Now you're getting hit with poop. It just, it just expanded the way I saw people and others around me. And I find these really interesting ways and places to be grateful for things that maybe perhaps people aren't necessarily grateful for because of what they remind me is possible or what they remind me of that I'm, that's missing, or what they remind me of what more needs to be done. And the fact that I'm alive, that you're alive to be listening to this, to know that you have the capacity to do more, to experience more, to be more, to put more energy, to put more effort into your inside game whether it's through meditation, whether it's through gratitude, whether it's through both, whether it's through writing, whether it's through forgiveness. There's so many different things I'm going to be jumping into here with uh, in the new year, going to the new year with people that I'm going to be interviewing and, and finding out what it is that people are doing that creates that transition back to the present moment from the trigger, that creates that shorter duration of time, that aspect of the inside game that allows them to be more present. It allows them to heal what's up for growth and healing. These are the opportunities. All of these are opportunities for us to live by, to grow by, to share with others. These are the chances that we get by this gift of life that we have in this moment to be just a little bit better. I'm Mitch Newman. We'll see you again next time. So if you enjoy this episode and like what you're hearing, I would appreciate you subscribing to this podcast and consider sharing this as well with a friend who may have an interest in fine-tuning their own inside game. Any comments, reviews, suggestions, all are welcomed and appreciated. Tagging me in your stories is also a great way to pass the word and provide me with additional confirmation that the content is landing, at least somewhere. <laughs> and if I'm missing the mark, don't hold back. I want to hear that too. So until next time... Don't hesitate to dig in, go deep, and find your magic.